The following production is part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective. Prepare to be astonished. Welcome to the New England Society of Geeks podcast. I'm your host, Eric, and this is going to be another edition of the new segment we started that we didn't really come up with a name for. I've been uh, trying, too. <laughs> so for the time being, I'll just call it the Geeks of Metal um, until we come up with something better. All right, awesome. <laughs> this is where we, we discuss music. Uh, particularly our favorite genres, uh, metal and others. And tonight we're going to we're going to talk into we're going to talk about a little subgenre of metal called industrial music. And um, I guess industrial. I should have actually looked up the official de- definition, but yeah, I mean it's a so it's kind of a genre of music of metal music primarily that. It says here it draws on harsh, mechanical, transgressive, or provocative sounds and themes. Transgressive sounds. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> I like that. I always associate it with it like if it sounds machine-like yes. in some way. Right. And especially if it's like if there's drum machines as opposed to regular drummers. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Um, and. Hello? Uh, hello? Yep. Sorry. <laughs> I just, <laughs> well, I, just, I lost you for a second. I just, no, I just had a. I was just in the middle of trying to get something up. Um, it, you know, you can consider such bands as Ministry, um, uh, um, Nine Inch Nails, um, and uh, there's so many others. There's there are actually a lot of industrial bands. Uh, yeah, I, and I, I, I'm kind of only just well, I've been listening to it for a long time, but I still kind of feel like. Um, I'm only sort of just getting started because there's a lot of like uh, blind spots in my whatever my industrial music palette. But I, I've written a bunch of like the uh, bands huh, that I do consider industrial that I do listen to. Yeah, I'm I love industrial music, but there's still so much that I have yet that I haven't um, checked out yet that I want to get into. Uh... But yeah, I mean like. Uh... First industrial music I listened to was Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it is with a lot of people. And, you know, for a while when I was in high school, that was like one of the only industrial bands I listened to. Just because, like, when you're in high school, you have, like, usually less money. And so, like, you have less CDs. Right. So you end up you end up listening to, like, the same couple Nine Inch Nails albums uh, over and over again. And then slowly you start to find other other artists yeah that all happened like when i was like maybe freshman sophomore in high school and nine inch nails uh, was one of the one of the industrial bands that kind of made it mainstream you could say they were like they, they were probably more than any other right they were like say, the yeah. mainstream industrial. like if there's there's probably a lot of people who like that's if they know anything about industrial music that's like the only band they know so right. like Sometimes I worry about, you know, people thinking I'm boring because it's like, oh, yeah, Nine Inch Nails, real <laughs> original. I remember when I was first, like, learning about some of the other industrial bands, I used to hang out on, like, the Amazon.com discussion forums a lot when I was a teenager. Oh, interesting. That's, that's where I went instead of 4chan. It was all these discussion boards that I don't think are there anymore. Mm. And, like, I would look at, like, the reviews people would leave you know, mostly from like uh, the early 2000s. And I remember reading a review. It was, I was looking up uh, Too Dark Park by Skinny Puppy. Oh yeah, Skinny Puppy. That is a good one. And like, and like one of the most popular reviews, and I, this is like a pattern I've seen, like they, they, they put down Nine Inch Nails. Kind of like, oh, well, Nine Inch Nails is industrial music for babies. This is the real stuff, that kind of thing. <laughs> 
which always happens when it's like when that's what they do to like the most yeah a commercially successful example of that sound right well you know i mean that's i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say that part of that's jealousy but (laughs) (laughs) yeah it could be or just yeah i don't know but yeah from there at first well i first read about um the album, the downwards. I think I'm kind of repeating myself because I talked about this last uh, the, the the other week. So maybe I'll skip a few things. But yeah, I got the, into the downwards file, got it at a library, mm-hmm. read about it in a book. Um, and now these days, I'd say like there's like four like pretty like major presences in my like industrial diet right now, and then like a bunch of others. So like Nine Inch Nails, I actually that's not the one I listen to the most anymore. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, um, more like like starting in like uh, like my early to mid twenties, I got really into um, Godflesh. Oh yeah, nice. That was a band that like um, I didn't read about them in a book. I discovered them. That was when I was like <clears throat> on Tumblr a lot, mm. and um, I found out about them that way. But like that's when I first heard the album Street Cleaner. Hmm which might be my favorite industrial album these days. Yeah, it's a good one. You know how, like, there's some bands, like, uh, like in my case, Nine Inch Nails, like, they kind of have, like, a seniority status. They're like a legacy band in your own mind. Right. Where, like, I, I listened to them obsessively when I was in high school, but, like, these days there's just so many other options that I have, like Godflesh. And um, I've also been trying to get more into Fear Factory this year. Uh, I like Fear Factory. They're good. I like them a lot too. I like, um, I guess it's the first three albums: "Soul of a New Machine," "Demon Facture," and "Obsolete." Um, that's like like the speedier side of industrial music. I feel. Yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, I also earlier this evening I was um, checking out Prong. Oh, I love Prong. Yeah, for a while I just had um, uh, what's it called? One with the eye with the fish hook in it on the cover what i'm talking about cleansing cleansing the album cleansing i had that one for a while but uh recently i went online shopping and i got the album that they made before that which is a little bit like trashier so as i said actually when i talked about the last time we got together and we we talked about our favorite you know our top our list of top favorite bands i i was first introduced to uh industrial music with ministry and I found them first when I saw the movie Hardware. Again, I don't recommend the movie, but I do recommend the soundtrack. <laughs> what what year what year would that have been? Oh my. Um must have been I was in high school, so it must have been in the late eighties. Let's see, when did Hardware come out? Oh, okay. Hardware came out in nineteen ninety. So yeah, it must have been in the early nineties then that I just Do you remember what, what song was on the soundtrack that you heard? Um, that one was, uh, Stigmata, I believe. Okay. But I think actually there was a couple of songs they had on there. Were there like remixes and stuff too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Stigmata. Every, every industrial band has like tons of remix, tons of remix albums. Yeah. And they have, um, they have, uh, like an entire EP of just remixes of Stigmata. <laughs> yeah. And I think Nine Inch Nails did that with, um, had like a hole as well. They have a CD. It's got like ten versions of had like a hole on it. Yeah, <laughs> which is another interesting thing that industrial bands often do that you don't see in a lot of other um, genres of metal, where they do remixes and things. Yeah, I've always found remixes to be like kind of hit or miss. Sometimes I feel like it's like a downgrade from the original, but uh, sometimes yeah. it can be really cool. Um, yeah. I love uh, the. The album Further Down the Spiral by Nine Inch Nails. Oh, yeah, yeah. Has, um, it's like, okay, you know the part in the song Eraser, like on the downward spiral, mm-hmm. where it gets really heavy? Yes. And it's like, yeah! <laughs> um, that riff, chug, 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 um, there's this remix version, it's called like, it's something Denial Realization. But like that riff stays in the song for like seven minutes, mm. and it's it's just really it's really dope. <sighs> but um, do you like Godflesh? Have you listened to a lot of Godflesh? Yeah, yeah, I have. I like Godflesh. They had a new album this year. Oh, I haven't heard it. 
Yeah, it's like, um, okay, so you know how in like in the 90s they had an album called Pure? Mm-hmm. This one's called Purge. And uh, I remember the, the well, whatever, the publicity thing. So they go, oh, it's a, it's a revisitation of the themes and themes of um, the Pure album. <sighs> but I mean, it's, it's a new album. It's not like just reworked versions of the songs. It's a new album. Oh, cool. Um, I'll have to check it's it only out. eight songs, though. So I'm looking at a list here of some industrial bands and uh, some of the ones I really like. Some of the ones I've listened to before a lot. Um, Bile, I've listened to. Uh, I don't know them. They're uh, they're not bad. What is it? Bile. Bile. B I L E. Oh, okay, cool. Um, the Crossbreed, I've listened to a little bit. Uh, dope. Dope's pretty decent. They're pretty. <laughs> they're pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> uh, Fair Factory, of course. Filter. Uh, Gen- Filter. Yeah. Yeah. Gender Torturers, Godflesh, Gravity Kills, I like them, they're pretty good. Uh, KMFDM's good, Creator's good. The Creator with a K, I didn't know they were industrial. Yeah, they're considered industrial. Um, maybe on the maybe on the kind of outskirts of industrial, maybe, but um, I'm not really a big Marilyn Manson fan, but he's another one that a lot of people would probably know. Yeah, I... Once again, I had like a phase where I listened to the Antichrist Superstar album a lot, like in college. I would listen to it on my walks, but I mean, I don't know. He's a bit pretentious, isn't he? <laughs> I remember um, years ago, back when before Marilyn Manson got big, um, a couple of my friends were like, "Hey, we're going to we're going to see uh, this band Marilyn Manson. You want to come?" And I'm like. I was thinking Marilyn Manson. I was thinking like maybe like a female lead singer or something like that. I was like, sure, I'll go. Uh-huh. And then yeah. when I went to see them. I'm like, oh, this is not what I thought it was at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see some more bands, of course. Ministry. This is only like the tip of the iceberg, too. There's so many. Mushroom Head, Nine Inch Nails, awesome. of course. Uh, How about, um, you ever listen to Pitch Shifter? <laughs> I just read that, too, right on the list. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, Pitch um, <laughs> I haven't actually listened to them. Are they good? I only have their their first two albums, and they're interesting in that, like, um, the first album is the only album with, like, the original singer. Mm. He stayed in the band, but, like, he quit singing. And, like, it's something weird, like his brother or something became the singer, so they're very different. The first Pit Shifter album is very, very God-fleshy. Very much so. It's the drum machine and the bass and the guitars. You know how with God-fleshy, it's all a drum machine. Right, right. And like kind of like, uh, sort of like the death metal-type vocals. Mm. Which, again, death metal vocals are kind of hit or miss for me, but in this case, uh, I do like them. Yeah, uh, I'm but, the yeah, same it's way, like, yeah. It's like, it's very, it's like sludgy, it's super heavy. Mm. Um, and then... The other one, Desensitized, the one that came after that is like, I, my memory of it is a little more fuzzy because I've only listened to it like twice so far. But the, the singer is completely different. Hmm. Like uh, maybe something more along the lines. I want to say more like ministry, but again, I'd have to listen to it again to see if that's really hmm. what they're like. But then I found out as I was, you know, uh, uh, looking into these guys. It's another band. I actually, I, I heard the song Landfill. I was on Tumblr and I scrolled past this song called Landfill that's on that first album, which creatively is just called Industrial. Mm. The name the name of the album is Industrial. But <sighs> later I found out that um, Hit Shifter, like a few years after those albums, kind of went in more of like almost like a uh, like a new metal kind of direction, like in the mid to late nineties, like uh, uh, 97, 98. No and they had songs. On Twisted Metal 3, the PlayStation 1 game that oh. I played quite a lot as a kid. Then maybe I have heard them and didn't even know it. Yeah, the song where he's like, because we can't that microwave something and I will all be saved. Hmm, I might have heard um, that. It's on the level where you're fighting the uh, the guy in like the, the semi-truck. You're in like the Capitol. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, interesting. Huh. That was just one of those strange coincidences. But so in my in my quest to kind of get a little more into industrial music, I've oh I just heard my own voice delayed on the thing. Mm. Very annoying when that happens. But I've I've added a couple new albums to my collection recently. 
that weren't there before, um, like our first episode. I was really impressed with uh, the album Point Blank by Nail Bomb. Oh, I haven't heard that one. That's, um, well, it's Max Cavalera from the, the Brazilian guys. How do you pronounce Sepultura? Is it Sepultura? Is it Sepultura? It's Sepultura. Sepultura? Sepultura, yeah. Sepultura, I've been pronouncing it wrong for a long time. Yeah, you're not the only but one. It's, it's the main rhythm guitarist, vocalist from that band, and... Um, oh. I love them. The front man from the band Fudge Tunnel. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, and it's it's in it's like industrial metal. Um like with programmed drums and stuff. It's it's really heavy. Just really really like relentless. And um the riffs are there. You know, I think that's the most important part of a heavy metal album if it's like the riffs are catchy and they're there. And there's like uh, there's a lot of creativity with uh, samples and found sounds and stuff. It's just it's a really entertaining album. I also let's check. It out. Um, I also I was you know looking for more of these kind of bands. I found the band uh, Screw mm. with a K S K R E W. That's like you know you know them. I've heard of them, but I haven't really listened to them. Yeah, well, they were described to me as like a uh like a industrial thrash metal band and it's like it's um it's one of the like the live members of nine inch nails danny loner loner hmm. he's like uh their their guitarist and you know i thought it was all right yeah i was a bit disappointed hmm. um and again like like i was just saying it's the difference a lot of the time is in the riffs like how memorable are the riffs right and then in that case i don't know it just wasn't wasn't too exciting. I think I think um, especially in in industrial music, the riffs are a big important part of it. Yeah, totally. You get you get some that'll just grab you and they won't let go, and then other times it's like, eh, it's okay, kind of boring. Yeah, and it's it takes you have to kind of have a knack for it. I think when you're like when you're like a metal musician to come up with like stuff that really sticks in people's head. Like yeah. that's kind of like a not a lost art, but like kind of a mysterious art. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. And, um, it's, it's harder to find these days. What's harder to find? Just like the, 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 just metal in general. Cause it's not as, it's not as big as it used to be. Oh yeah. Like and, finding, um, finding good new bands and stuff. It's a lot tougher these days. I found a few, found, um, a band called realize, I was looking in Revolver magazine a couple of years ago. Mm. They're another band, you know, kind of kind of god flesh like, um, you know, sludgy, but with also a very fast like like a drum machine imitating one of those like you know double bass uh, kick drum things. It's very fast, very yeah, exact and automatic. Um, but yeah, most of the bands that I've written down here on this piece of paper are, yeah, they're they're kind of old school. I've had some success finding bands on like Bandcamp, like newer bands, but Oh yeah. Um but it's it's a huge there's tons of artists out there. There really are, and it's like it's kind of hard. Yeah. Like it's not there's still an abundance of artists, but then like it's hard to to know which ones are like the best, you know? Right. Like, there's a lot of kind of, like, uh, stuff that's, you know, it's good music, but it's kind of, it's sort of mediocre. It doesn't stick in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't really do anything new or exciting, really. That's how I felt about this band uh, called uh, Boss Keloid that I found on Bandcamp. Oh, really? Yeah, and they were, like, kind of a sludgy, mastodon kind of band. And, you know, they were good, but it just didn't, it just didn't, didn't seem like anything new. I don't know. Yeah, it's it can it can be difficult sometimes finding stuff that that's different and 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 more original these days. A lot of stuff just sounds like everything else sometimes. Yeah, I did. I um I used to be more hip to like good new metal music back when I read um like Decibel magazine. Oh yeah. Um, they had like I don't know. If, Actually, yes, there was an industrial band that I read about in Decibel Magazine in, like, 2013, I guess, that were actually really good. Although, the catch is, they were kind of a super group of musicians that had been around for a while. They were called Corrections House. Hmm, I've never heard them. And, 
Yeah, it was the singer from I Hate God, Mike Williams. Oh, wow. And um, the guitarist from The Rosis, Scott Kelly. Hmm. And uh, two other guys who were in some industrial band I hadn't heard of. But yeah, they had an album called Last City Zero. And that's some of the best, like, new-ish industrial music that I've heard. Interesting. Um, and they had... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. <clears throat> they have a second one, too. That's all. It's called Know, know How to Carry a Whip. <laughs> like, that's a good title. Yeah. Now, there's... I've always thought... Have you ever heard... I guess they're not... I always thought they were kind of industrial, but some people... I guess they're not technically... There's a band called God Lives Underwater. Yeah, yeah. I have I have their, I think, first two albums. I have what's it, Empty and Life in the So-Called Space Age. Mm-hmm. I always kind of thought, considered them industrial-ish, but I guess officially um, they're not considered. Maybe like they could be called something like, I don't know, like post-industrial. You know, because yeah, like, maybe yeah. when I heard them, I remember kind of thinking, OK, this is kind of like a more like uh, poppy Nine Inch Nails sort of thing. Yeah, right. And like in a way, yeah, it's not quite industrial because it doesn't sound like, you know, very mechanical and it's not that harsh. But like, yeah, you can still the the influence is obviously there, like the Nine Inch Nails influence. So it's like, yeah, are they? That's a term I remember being confused by and having to like Wikipedia a bunch of stuff. Like, yeah, that's was when I found out about like industrial versus post industrial. Right. And what I found out is that according to like uh, many music critics, all industrial metal, all the metal stuff from, you know, ministry onwards, all that is is merely post industrial. And the only real pure industrial music happened in like, like the late 70s with Throbbing Gristle <laughs> and SPK. Interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought, man, that's... Hmm. <sighs> so that's the thing. There's so many, there's so many subgenres and everything, and it, just, it can get a little confusing sometimes. Yeah, it can. Especially if like, they're referenced, like a review. Because many times I've read a review that'll reference a subgenre that I'm not familiar with. Right. Uh, yeah. Or they'll reference a band that I'm not familiar with. Like, you know, like uh, some, yeah, the decibel reviews were like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, yeah, this band sounds like a combination of these two other bands that you've never heard in your life. <laughs> You're like, well, that doesn't help me any. And like, you know, they're talking about things like, you know, like, well, this is, you know, uh, crossover thrash, this is crust. DB, melodic death, all this stuff, and um, to to a newcomer or to someone who's like uh, just just starting, more casually acquainted with all this stuff, it can be a little hard to access. Oh yeah, I mean, um, I, oh, sorry, I, keep going. I grew up with all this stuff, and it's still confusing to me too. Yeah, I just I just know what I like, and that's what I listen to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta trust your gut. Had an interesting. Um, it, I can't even really say it was a debate because it didn't. It didn't go anywhere. But uh, I used to have an online friend named named Cameron who lived in the Midwest, and he was kind of a smartass. <laughs> you know, he 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 liked to like make snide remarks about bands mm-hmm. that he decided he was like you know above. And I remember one time we were arguing about Tool, which which he didn't like. He, he did not like he did not like tool mm. and i was like oh man you don't like and i i just casually said yeah they're one of my favorite metal bands and then he, he started he started making fun of me for calling them metal and i was like well what do you call them you know and he goes he goes to i remember i remember exactly what he said he said tool is industrial brah no, no bra. <laughs> the bra yeah. Like like a like a like a frat boy or surfer dude or something. Tools industrial, bra. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, this guy's this guy's yanking the chain. Yeah. First of all, they're not considered industrial. Second of all, industrial is metal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he didn't he didn't I don't know. Like I said, I think he just kinda liked to you know, he, he grew up on the 4chan boards. Oh yeah. Where everybody everybody is just a dick to each other all the time. So that's that's <laughs> that's, so that's how he that's how he got into music. You know, he was recommended to it by a bunch of dicks. 
Um, <laughs> but, you know, he became whatever. He heard a lot of music that way. So mm. I don't know. Um, okay. There's a band from like the 2000s. So they're not that new, but they're like, they're past like the prime era of like industrial music. And th this band, I've actually in print, I've never seen them referred to as industrial, but I, I've listened to them. And they sound industrial to me. They're called uh, the Austerity Program. I've never. And they're another. I think I've heard the name, but I don't think I've ever heard the music. They're kind of set up like Godflesh, and there's a bass player and a guitarist and no drummer, just like a really like meticulously programmed drum machine. Interesting. And it's really good, especially like the album Black Madonna. That album ends with like like a 14 minute. Like basically, like it's mostly in mostly instrumental, but like just very, very heavy, relentless, like just really like high energy. Like it's an industrial metal song, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. But uh, they're they tend to be classified as as noise rock, huh. not industrial. Uh, and um, noise rock. That might be because like the singer doesn't really sound like a metal singer. Mm. The singer, I don't. He's like more. Or like, uh, kind of like like a punk, I guess. He sounds like the guy from the Austerity Program. He sounds like he sounds bewildered. I don't know. He sounds like really angry, hmm. but also really terrified. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it's it's really cool stuff. But yeah, their album Black Madonna, I would recommend, and um, hmm. their debut EP Terra Nova. Um, I've just been getting a lot of mileage out of them. Interesting. I'll have to check them out. Yeah. What do you think of um like uh of, of going back to like the early roots of industrial? What do you think of Swans? I haven't really listened to them too much. <clears throat> this past year or maybe no, I guess it was more like twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. I got the uh their album Filth. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the ugliest albums I've ever heard. Oh really? <laughs> It's like weirdly catchy, but it's like really, really like kind of like brutal grinding. You know, it's like that, like that no wave movement, just total, total, totally opposed to all melody. Hmm. Um, it's very, it's very challenging, but um, it is really fascinating to me. Have you ever um, heard of a band called Mindless Self-Indulgence? Yeah, yeah, I remember them from like when I was in high school. Yeah, they're like, I don't know, I, I have, I'm mixed on them. Like some of their songs I really like, and some of them I kind of don't like. The only album I heard by them was called it was just called If. Mm -hmm. And I remember it had a song on it called This Animal that was really catchy. Yeah, they they sound like sometimes they sound like they're trying to be annoying. Uh, yeah, there's like a um. It's just snottiness to them, certainly. They, I mean, they're one of those like hot topic bands, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, they, that doesn't mean they didn't have good songs. But yeah, their whole presentation was it was yeah a little a little annoying, a little you know juvenile maybe. Mm. Um, but some of it's good. Yeah, but I, I just that was another album that was at the library that I that I heard. Mm. Um, but I knew you know, a lot of it, a lot of the kids I hung out with, like at the public library, were fans of them. I spent a lot of time at libraries growing up. I, I feel like I referenced that a lot while talking here about like where I found my music. Um, a lot of it came from like just public libraries. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, you know, it's it's using the community resources. Um. Oh, Lords of Acid. I wow, I used to listen to them a lot. I've never listened to them. I thought they were like an acid house band. Kind of, yeah. They're they're like like they're kind of some in some ways considered industrial, but a lot of times, like if you look up industrial artists, sometimes they'll make a list and sometimes they won't. I always thought of them as more like a dance band, I guess. Um, like Prodigy. They were a lot, especially in the beginning, but then um, they've done some other stuff that was less dancey. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's funny. They, their stuff is all sex and drugs and everything. So, oh yeah, very very hedonistic. Yes, very. Yeah, I mean that's and I that's that's more like yeah, like the club music end of things. I yeah, think. exactly. One time I 
I saw this list that I think it was like a British magazine made about like the top 50 druggiest albums of all time. <laughs> and number one, this is kind of off topic, but number one was um, Screamadelica by Primal Scream. Oh, wow. I can see that. It's just, um, I guess it was mostly just because of how like on ecstasy they were. Mm. Like that's. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't have gone in that direction because that's not industrial music. Let's just, let's just back up a little bit here. We can go all over the place. Okay. Um, this year, I found a band called Distorted Pony. Once again, while listening, mm. looking for like noise rock bands, and like I saw them tagged as like like industrial noise rock. <laughs> you know, like oh, okay, we are another another genre tag, or like. Uh, and they're then they're they're another old old band from the nineties. Um they had like two albums. Uh so again it's not new music, but to me it's new. Like it feels very new to me. And that's right. Like I still feel like I hear new stuff all the time, even if like new music, like music that is literally new, that's really good, is harder to come by just because I'm always uh mining the past. There's just so much there. Oh yeah. So yeah, you much. can never really run out. Were they any good? Yeah, I thought they were. I thought they were quite good. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna need to listen to it a few more times to really decide if I really like it. But like right. when I listened to it, I was like, I will definitely listen to this again. Hmm. That's always. A good um, I forget. I forget what the album was called though. But the band is called Distorted Distorted Pony. Distorted. Interesting. I have to check them out. Yeah, it it seems like there is a lot of overlap. Um, between like what they call noise rock and what they call industrial sometimes. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, and some people who don't listen to the stuff would probably just say it's all the same thing. It's all just noise. Yeah. But yeah, which I, I get it, but it's just, it's for me, it's noise with a, with a, with a purpose. And it's just, I love it. Noise with a beat. Yes. But as an example of that, like a band, another band that was classified as, as noise rock when I found them that I thought were pretty industrial were uh, uh, called Cop Shoot Cop. Oh, yeah, I've heard of them, yeah. Yeah, they have an album called Release that's just like every, almost every song hits. It's just so, like the songwriting is, is so good, the production is so good, the lyrics are good, and... Yeah, it straddles the line between you know noise rock and in industrial music. Mm. But I I can I wanted to mention it because I just think it's it's really good. Yeah, it just I just I love the different things they can do with industrial. I love the you know there's so many so much experimental stuff they do, and it just I just love it. I love all the stuff they do with um, like sampling, like all the movie samples that yes. Ministry uses. Yep. Stuff like that really adds a new dimension to music. I remember I was I was talking with another musician about this, a guy who makes like electronic music, and he says he was saying how like you know putting like clips of movies and stuff or clips of news programs, anything like that, television, it makes it more of like a multimedia experience. You know, it's not mm -hmm. just music; it's sounds and words. It's like right. it becomes kind of like kind of like a movie for your head. Exactly. Um, and then it's it's even more fun if it's something you recognize. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's fun to guess sometimes, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, there's, um, I was able to figure it out in ministry song, Faith Collapsing. Oh, yes. Uh, it's like a lot of it's dialogue from the movie 1984. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. It was like the yeah. system. The system will heal itself. Oh yes. Make no movement until you are ordered. Of course. Um. So that was cool. Going back to to ministry, I remember you saying uh, last time that your your favorite ministry album was was the Land of of Rape and Honey. Mm -hmm. Well, what do you think of the Mind Is a Terrible Thing to Taste? Because that was my first ministry album. Oh, I love that. That one's a great album. I love most of it. There's two songs on it that I skip. I, I don't really like Cannibal Song. Um, yeah, that one, yeah. Sometimes I don't know. It's just it doesn't rock. I listen to it and I might get a little bored of it and skip it. But sometimes I don't know. You have to be in a certain mood to to listen to that one. 
Yeah, and a lot of times when I when I want to listen to ministry, I just kind of want to bang my head. Yep. Um, I also I avoid the song Dream Song, uh, not yeah. because it's not because it's bad, but because it's it's just really goddamn creepy. Yeah. Like I just is, yeah. don't like listening to it. It's just a bad time. <laughs> you know, the, the production is you know it's it's very impressive and it's it's it's, it's great art, but it's like yeah, I, I want to listen to that. It really creeps me out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. Um, yeah, those both of, actually both of those songs are ones that I have to like really want to listen to. Yeah, yeah, they're the more like uh, experimental tracks on that album. Yes, definitely. Yeah, my favorite I think is still um, Psalm sixty nine. Yes, I love. I, I think I think every I think every song on that album hits. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. Those that one those three were. Um, my uh, land rape and honey mine's terrible thing taste and and Psalm sixty nine were all like in line with each other, and um, those are definitely my three favorite ones. You like Filth Pig? Yes, I do like Filth Pig. Yeah, I've been getting into that one a bit more recently. They're interesting. Um, I also and then I kept going too. I listened. Well, I, I've had Filth Pig for a while. I remember, I got it in like two thousand fifteen or two thousand sixteen or something, and then. After our first episode, you know, because we mentioned it briefly, I listened to it a, a few more times, and I said, you know, hey, this is really cool. Mm. You know, it's it's different from uh, the, those previous three albums, but it's it's still really good. So I kept going, and I listened to uh, the dark side of the spoon <laughs> and um, the the big long word that starts with an A album. It's got the sheep on the cover. Yes. Animosity, Tom, and it's something it's, like that. Yeah, <laughs> I've never yeah, been able yeah. to. I've never really. I don't think I've ever tried to say it out loud. <laughs> I had to type it out recently, and like I had to like quadruple check it to make sure I was spelling it right. Yeah, right. But those albums, yeah, they're they're not as good, but they are good to have. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever um, listened to My Life with the Throw Kill Cult? Uh no, I never. They're pretty good. I like them a lot. They're um they're interesting. And um I also like like uh Static X I like. They're pretty good. Yeah, I um I got the first two Static X albums either last year or like early this year. I thought they were I thought they were decent. Well, to be fair, I've only listened to the first one so far and I thought it was decent. Mm. I like they have a good groove to them, which I like. Let's see. Um, like uh, King Crimson. Yeah, yeah. They had like like a, a semi-industrial era. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. In like in like the like the early two thousands. Right. Um, what's it called? The construction of light. Mm. Yeah, they've got some good, some really good songs. There's been some interesting. Um, it's interesting to see some of the bands that like get a lot of radio play. Versus others, like Nine Inch Nails and, and Stabbing Westward um, is another good one. Marilyn Manson. Like, you all, you, I've heard them plenty on the radio, but then you, you you won't hear, like, Skinny Puppy too much or, you know. I've certainly like, never heard Skinny Puppy on the radio. You no, know, Godflesh, you probably wouldn't hear. Filter, though, I hear, I hear them. Filter, you know, Filter's a, one you'll hear a lot. Especially, hey man, nice shot and take a picture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe a little. They love too much. They love those songs. Yeah, maybe a little. Uh, although I, I was listening to, um, I was reading up on stabbing Westward a little while ago, um, and it was saying how um, there's actually like there's a repeated riff in, on like the first stabbing Westward album. There's a riff that gets played. In one of the songs, and I guess that guitar player, after he he left, I guess very shortly after, and joined Filter. Oh, I didn't. And know the that. riff shows the riff shows up again on the Filter album in Hey Man, Nice Shot. Hmm. I, and I think I think the Stabbing Westward song that that riff is in is um, I want to say it's like the title track from Ungod, uh, but don't don't quote me on that. Interesting. <sighs> I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's like 
I don't know, maybe it'd be stupid if I tried to like sing the riff, but like da na 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 da da na da na da da na da na da na da da na da da It's really good. It's a really good riff. Interesting. Oh man. Should have got water. I was really into filter for a long time, like in college. Yeah, I was into them for a while too. Um and then I don't know, I never I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't say I got I fell off of them but I just kind of stopped listening to them as much. Yeah, the same thing happened to me, but yeah, for for a while they were I listened to them like a, a lot a lot. Like I, that's just one of my like the album title of a record. Mhm. is one of those one of those albums that I just like is inexorably linked to college for me. Oh right, yeah. I would walk walk around school, listen to that a lot. <laughs> um, they kind of like disappeared and got back together, and um, yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, and they've released like uh, like like five albums or something since two thousand eight. <clears throat> I know I didn't and, realize um, that until recently. <laughs> yeah, and um, I mean those. If I do listen to Filter. Uh, these days, it's not going to be any of the newer albums. It's, it's, it's. I just go for the old stuff. Yeah, me too, pretty much. But um, like the Filter album, Trouble with Angels. I, I thought that one was just like kind of bad. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't really as great. It seems like it seems like um, as what seems to happen to a few bands is it seems like they kind of um, how can I put it? Like they're not as, oh, maybe not as angry or as you know. Like that, that first, their first album was like kind of more heavier and more. You know what I mean? The first album is very heavy, yeah. And then it seems yeah, like very, they kind of very uh, raw too. Yes, yes, raw. It seems even like, by comparison, like title of record is is not is not really as heavy as that first one. Right. I think title of record though is like a really good balance between more like uh, sort of commercial sounds and <clears throat> industrial sounds. But like the trouble with angels, I thought was just it really just sounded like they were trying to get it on the radio. Yes, exactly. And I think I think that that's that happens to a lot of bands. They yeah, I think they, so too. They try to stay on the radio, um, and they change. They kind of change what they are to I mean I guess you could say they evolve but sometimes it doesn't feel it feels like they kind of go in the wrong direction some bands yeah yeah like um like a bunch of like 70s prog bands became really boring in the 80s yeah um Smashing Pumpkins have gotten pretty terrible yeah yeah they kind of went down unfortunately and I I I listened to their like new albums for a long time but Starting like uh, like I'd say about five years ago, the stuff they've been coming out with has just been like mm. like their most recent album, which is called Autumn. It's thirty three songs. Wow, it's like three albums, three albums in one. And I was just like, I tried to listen to it, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> I, I do not have the time, and that pains me because they're one of my favorite bands of all time. But mm. like, just and I think. A lot of it is, yeah, he is going in like, I mean, I don't even really know if it's to try to be on the radio or, or not, but it's it's just, it's very, right. all the edges, all the edges have been softened, yes, uh, none yes. of the none of the hooks stick anymore, or with the Smashing Pumpkins, one of the biggest complaints people have is um, the vocals are mixed too loud, you can't hear the music well enough, all you can hear is Billy Corgan's voice. Mm. Yeah. But um, I know they're not really industrial, but they had some pretty industrial sounding songs back in the nineties. I would, yeah, I would agree with that. Like, uh, like maybe "Tales of a Scorched Earth." I love that song. Oh yeah, that's the heaviest. That's the very heaviest Smashing Pumpkins song. Mm. That's like heavier than most metal bands. That particular song. Yeah, which is very surprising when you think about Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> yeah, they um. <clears throat> I once heard them described as kind of like, um, like especially like their album "Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness." It's kind of like it's like manic depression <laughs> with like yeah, all the right. um, all the emotional extremes that it goes through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, I really love that about it. I think it's a very special album. Yeah, that one. That yeah, 
that was definitely um I liked what they did with it. I like, you know, it was it was it's got some great songs on it and it's it's very interesting. I think it was also it's it's impressive <clears throat> that it's like 28 songs and they all stick for me anyway. You know, it's like it's the opposite of what they have now where it's like <laughs> they have an album with 33 songs where probably could have just been like eight songs, you know. 33 songs. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And then in 2020, just three years before, they had an album with like 22 songs. Wow. <laughs> but it was all like that album. They were, I, I feel bad. I'm just shitting on the Smashing Pumpkins <laughs> now. But like that album, he was like trying to do sort of a like a Depeche Mode thing. Oh, like just really? very synthy, synth poppy. Yeah. Every song sounded the same. What do you think of Killing Joke? Um, I have them written down here as like a sort of kind of industrial band. I'm not too familiar with them, I don't think. They, I believe they were an influence on Nine Inch Nails. Um, they were, I guess, they'd be considered like like post-punk or something, but like they had um, <clears throat> some kind of like this, like it's sort of like a proto-industrial metal thing going on. Like, have you ever listened to the song uh, War Dance? the first Killing Joke album. Um, that's basically like, yeah, it's like a prototype of industrial metal. Um, huh. The singer, Jazz, I think his name is Jazz Coleman, he sings through some kind of distortion box. And it, it sounds like the guy from Ministry. And this this is an album from like 1980, but like it's that that really, used, or like that distorted, kind of like a, like a Dalek from Doctor Who. <laughs> what he sounds like. Um and it's it's just it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Interesting. Maybe, maybe that'll be my recommendation this week. Nice. I just looked them up. I saw a thing here. Killing Joke six definitive song. War dances the first one. The weights. Eighties. Love like blood. My love of this land. Interesting. Definitely have to check them out. <clears throat> Exorcism. I don't even. Some of those I don't know. Mostly I know their, their first album, which is just called Killing Joke. Mm. And um, Nighttime is the one that has the song 80s on it. That's like one of their more like dancey albums. And then in 2003, <clears throat> they recorded an album with Dave Grohl on drums. Oh, no kidding. And that was, that was extremely heavy. Mm. Um, and it's a bit confusing because they just called the album. It's a self-titled album. It's Killing Joke by Killing Joke, which is the same thing that they titled their first album back in 1980. So it's one of those things where you have to like, oh, are you talking uh. about Killing Joke 1980 or Killing Joke 2003? <laughs> but that's that's an awesome album. <clears throat> Very heavy. I'm definitely going to check that out. And who knows, maybe I'll find that I have heard them and didn't even realize it. Yeah, it could be. That's happened many times. You hear a song and you're like, or, you, you know, you know a song, but you don't know who does it. And then you find out, you're like, oh, you ever heard of this band? They do this song. And you're like, oh, yeah, I know that song. Yeah. And sometimes it takes like 20 years for that to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just never find out. Or like, it, again, takes whatever, years and years to find out. It's like when I finally found out who did um, Good Thing by, um, what are they called? Fine Young Cannibals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I used to hear that song on the radio quite a lot, and I never knew who it was by, and then yeah. I finally figured it out. And now I listen to that song on YouTube a lot. They also did that um, She Drives Me Crazy song. Right. Um, the only part of that song that I know is just like, She drives me crazy. <laughs> I, I, don't know. I, I don't know any other part of the song. Yeah, that's pretty much all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I went through a period where I listened to them for a little bit. They actually, like, like Good Thing's not a bad song. Um, I love that song. <clears throat> so that, that's probably, I think the She Drives Me Crazy was like their radio song more. But uh -huh. I think, like, Good Thing's definitely a better song. And they're very industrial. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> But yeah, how did thing. I even get? How did I get on that? I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, because like it was 
like where you know a song for years and you don't know the artist. Oh, right, right, yeah. <laughs> finally, it clicks. Um, did you know that um, Geezer Butler like made industrial music albums? I did not know that. Yeah, he has he has three albums. Um, the first one, it's like under the name Geezer. Like, as if, like, oh, this is the band. The band is called Geezer, and it features Geezer Butler playing the bass and the lyrics. But, like, and it's stylized. It's, like, lowercase g, double slash z, hmm. slash again, r. Um, but, yeah, he recorded an album called Plastic Planet um, with uh, a guitarist and drummer that I've never heard of. And <clears throat> uh, the guy from Fear Factory on lead vocals. No kidding. I think, I think that guy's name is, like, burton c bell or something but yeah and it, you know it's it's pretty good the lyrics are interesting no very kidding. imaginative Ooh. there's a song on there about like a guy who's convinced he's batman <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty cool and he has like two others that are like that but not with the guy from fear factory on the vocals oh man I'm definitely gonna have to check that out yeah plastic planet it was released on the same label that released um pretty hate machine like whatever six years before that okay cool tvt which is of course that's that's the label that Trent Reznor ended up despising <laughs> right well you know it's always you hear that a lot in the music industry people oh yeah label label yeah. troubles oh yeah i think it went it went it was extra bad with Trent Reznor and tvt after mm-hmm. that first nine inch nails album mm-hmm. um I remember when I got the uh, the broken EP. Um, I was looking at it. You know how it like folds out and it's kind of it's got unique packaging. Yep. And that was again when I was in high school. I had less to do, so like when I got a new CD back then, I would like I would look through the booklet. I would read everything. And at the end of that, all the credits on that album, there's like a, a list of thank yous. And then at the bottom it says, "And no thank." It's like thank you. For everybody who helped, and no thank you for everybody that didn't. You know who you fucking are. <laughs> I love that. I love that EP. Yeah, that's, awesome. <laughs> that's a really, really good EP. Yeah, yeah. And that was that's like a success story for him because like he basically, I think he like basically founded his own label after that. He founded Nothing Records. Right. So he didn't he didn't have to deal with TVT anymore. <laughs> yeah, that, you know. That's always, that's really the only way you can guarantee that everything will go the way you want it. Just create your own label. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's what has to happen. Mm, not always easy, but you know. Yeah. Well, that's great. Um, it's actually good. We've been going for a good amount of time here, and I think we've had some interesting conversation about some industrial stuff. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to bring up before um, we wrap it up? I just want to reiterate. Uh, my albums that I'm recommending this this week is Release by Cop Shoot Cop. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, Cop Shoot Cop. I'm familiar with the name. I haven't heard, I haven't really listened to them. Is it good? It's it's really it's awesome. I love it. Is it? Is it? Well, that's yeah. I mean, it's like that the, the noise rock meets industrial kind of thing, and it's right. just like it's. In addition to that, though, like the songwriting is really good, and the lyrics are really good. It's just top notch. Oh, cool. Man, I'm getting some good stuff here tonight. You're giving me some good stuff to check out. Um, And I think for my recommendation, there's a band that I used to like a lot, and I forgot about them. And um, I don't know, they just completely left my memory. And then I came across them again recently, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I used to like that. And um, they're... I'm not sure if they're technically considered industrial or not, but they're kind of industrialist to me. And that this it's a band called uh The Hunger and um their their first real album came out in nineteen ninety six and it's called Devil Thumbs a Ride and uh I kinda liked it. I thought it was good stuff. The Hunger. The Hunger. I'll look it up on Discogs. I don't I don't even know if they're still around now, but they've had a few albums out and uh yeah, I like it. It's good stuff. Oh, one more thing I wanted. I, I there was one more artist I wanted to mention that I that I listened to again in in the interim between the first episode and this one, uh, called 
Pig Face, oh. an industrial band called Pig Face. I'm familiar with Pig Face. Yes, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I listened to like the first three songs on their first album, and I was I was surprised by how much I didn't like it. <laughs> they're yeah, they're not one of my favorites. Um, like one of the songs was basically it was just drums and vocals. Yeah, every once in a while. Is, I'll listen to some pig face just to, just to, you know, whatever, but definitely not one of my favorites. It's a lot more, it was a, like, it was a lot more, I guess that you'd call it like experimental than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be something more like whatever, nine inch nails, but no, no, yeah, it's almost more, yeah. it's like, it's like goes going into the throbbing gristle territory. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, that's another, <laughs> that reminds me. Another thing I love about industrial bands is they have some really interesting names, band names. Yeah. Pig Face, Throbbing Gristle, <laughs> all of it. W- Wump Scut. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of very ugly names. I know. But it's Lard. Fun. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, there's one. There was one. What one was I thinking of? There was one that was really weird. Um, but there's some. there's some really good stuff, good names out there. Velvet Acid Christ. <laughs> oh, Palehead. Have you ever heard of Palehead? No. I should be writing these down. Palehead. They're not bad. Mm, that pen doesn't work. Pop eats itself. They're all right. A lot of these bands that you're mentioning, I didn't even know they were like industrial. Like uh, My Life with the Thrill Kill Cult. I always assumed they were like some kind of like psychobilly thing. Just no, from the name. They're, they're, well, there's also kind of, there's like industrial and there's like kind of electro industrial that's more that goes more in the in the um like club dance direction almost oh, okay like like lords of acid yes yes um kmfdm they're pretty good i have one of their albums there's a lot of bands that i forget about until i look at like these lists and i'm like oh yeah uh did i already mention Den- jenna torturers they're yes they're interesting <laughs> jenna torturers wow uh yeah gravity kills i like them a lot they're good there is a band that i've gotten into recently and i can't for the life of me remember the name it's like a blank spot in my brain at the moment i know probably after we sign off i'll be like oh it was and you've like just gotten into them recently yeah just recently i can't remember what kind of what 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 did it sound like um it's kind of it's it's uh kind of on the heavier side a little of I think I think they're industrial. Uh where is it? I can't believe I'm drawing such a blank. Anyway, they're good. <laughs> All right, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> let me let me know if you think of them. I will. Um but yeah, it's it's I just I've always kind of like I don't have a lot of other friends that really get into industrial that much. So it's always kind of been my own, you know, I've been on my own with it. But uh, yeah, I've just always really enjoyed industrial and I've enjoyed diving into it and finding new stuff and everything. Me too. It's a fun genre or subgenre. If you- it's, it's good. I mean, I think I've already said before, I like metal because it gets me moving. And then like industrial, it's like even more so of that feeling of like just wanting to move. Yes, exactly. And it's got, and also I like metal because it helps, you know, it, it's got, it helps me get my anger out. If there's ever any, you know, I'll just put on oh, yeah, some good heavy, and industrial's really good for that. Yeah, I agree. If you have a bad day or whatever, you just like, um, you just put something good and heavy on. And if usually like, if I have a bad day at work, by the time I get home after listening to it, I'm like, yeah, I feel better now. Yeah, yeah it's, um. It's catharsis. I was thinking the other day about like like the different reasons people have for listening to music or, or watching movies, and I've decided like I listen to music for the catharsis. Yeah, you know, which is why I listen to a lot of like very like dark music because it it's, releases a lot of negative emotions. But when it comes to like TV shows, I, I watch TV for escape. I don't watch TV for catharsis. Right. So that's why I, I always stay away from all the shows that where it's like just people dying constantly, like The Walking Dead and stuff. 
But it's interesting how people develop tastes like that, you know, because yeah. I, I think I think for a lot of people, um, music, they listen to it to escape, you know, kind of like I would watch TV to escape, but right. like reverse with me. Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't I don't really listen to music to escape. I listen to it to, to just get out whatever I'm feeling at the time. Yeah. And that's why a lot of times, I don't know, I guess. I guess the fact that I listen to metal most of all says, you know, <laughs> kind of says something about what's inside me. <laughs> but, you know, I've had people Sorry. people say, you know, like, oh, doesn't that make you angry when you listen to it? And I'm like, no, it's the opposite. It gets all my anger out. Yeah. And that's why I love it so much. All right, nice. So, um, I guess, uh, I guess that... I guess we'll reach the end of the episode there. We gave our recommendations. Good stuff. Good stuff. And this has been a fun conversation. Um, I can't wait to see what we talk about next time. We'll pick something else good. Oh, yeah. Yes, always a pleasure. I've still got that list of topics that you mentioned to me, so we can talk about some of those, too. Okay. And, yeah, I like this. This is good. Well, I like, we'll, we'll, we'll make this a regular thing. It's good to talk about some music and stuff. Yeah, I wish I had been a little bit more prepared today. Are we still recording? Yes, at the moment. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, next time, I'll plan a little bit more. Ah, I think you did fine. You did great. All right, so um, I guess uh, I guess that'll be it for us. Unless there's anything else you wanted to add? Nope. All right. Well, as always, I want to thank you all for listening. We really do appreciate it. And uh, until next time, I still don't have a good sign-off. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night.